like a Jesus sound booth of pop right. yeah. Yes. F- finally, you guys hear every once in a while. Eventually, I'm just going to be sitting over in the rehearsal room. And, and you can only enter the room when you're actually going to talk. So we don't get. I, I'm not hating that idea, to be honest. It would get you walking around a little bit more. That's good. Yeah, but you have to realize every time he walks through here is a coin flip of whether or not he destroys half your stock room. Yeah. So do you want him to do that multiple times? Hey, look, at least he's not destroying Zane's bar. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the sturdiest bar in fucking Lebanon County right this there. This is true. It took that fucking noggin of his. I still have a fucking dent in the back of my head from it. The table doesn't, though. Which is surprising. No, no, but if you ever get this building looked at, the foundation did move back down two and a half inches in this back corner. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to see random cracks in the wall. Be like, what the fuck is this from? This is Anthony Spey, artist on DC Comics, New Year's Evil and Crimes of Passion, as well as Lady Death and Zenoscope Comics. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi, Paul. I am joined by Dave the Scruffy Hatter. You're scruffy. Scruffy looking. Who are you? Scruffy, the janitor. (laughs) I'm Scruffy. Jimmy Kimmel, the Iron Ball. And Beer Running Josh. I was just going to say Beer Run Josh. There we go. Oh, that's scary that I'm on the same wavelength as Paul. You should be frightened. I should uh, be. This ought to get fucking good then. Well, you, you as should. always, as every podcast that we do is good. Or fucking good, as you just said. Sarcastically. And we're going to review some comics that came out the last week of July. I don't care what the dates are because books are coming out every fucking day at this point. So. Uh, we're going to start off like we do with Marvel, DC, or Marvel, then DC and Indies. And our Marvel book we're going to start off with is going to be Amazing Spider-Man. Number 45. This is the start of our sin, Sins Rising. Yep. Last week we had the prelude, which was amazing. It, it was it was that good that not only did I say I'm back on, I'm going to Fuck it, I'm going to jump right back into Spider-Man right now here. Because, let's face it, what the Centipede character still didn't do anything yet, so I'm, I'm good. Um, and Scruffy Dave over here also said, add me back on to that. I did. Uh, this yeah, but, issue, but he also brought Hedra, so... <laughs> Which we'll discuss, we'll discuss during discuss later. Indep- yes, during Independence. Somebody had to. Um, this was pretty good. Uh, I liked the way this was set up, and it's um, the drive. Wait, who's the driver guy? Overdrive. Uh, Overdrive. Overdrive. Yes, he's tearing through the city uh, streets of New York and just plowing everybody over. And he's like, "Hey, wait!" And Spider Man's like, "Yeah, but I got to keep." Go-. And Overdrive's like, "I got to keep going, or he's going to catch me." And then Spider Man looks back, and he gets a glimpse, and he's like, "Please tell me it's not him." 
please tell me it's not him. I thought that was fucking awesome. I love that he's going, of all the people that have what tethered the line of death and life, I was hoping this one would stick. Yeah. Yeah, that those fucking were, poetry. It, it was it was great. Uh, this was a really good start for this um, so, storyline. Do we know if this is like because I got the dreamlike feel like, and I know that he's been popping in and out of dreams. And I who? think you're not sp- Peter. That's what you're not supposed yet. to know. But it, like, I think you're not supposed to know. Right. I also like how MJ kind of had to stand him up this time. And he's like. Weird to be on the other the side. Other side but it still yeah. stings. You know, yeah. yeah. No, that was good. That was good. Um, the, ba- is, the Bagley art fits this. The ba- and that was the other thing. The Bagley art felt like home with with Spidey because I guess we could have that as a discussion point sometime. Or Mount Rushmore of Spider Man artists and Bagley would have to be on there. Dicko, Ramita, Bagley. You, you almost have to put McFarlane up there or Larson. And, uh, I like Larson. If I had to go between the two, I'd go with McFarland only because he stretched the boundaries on it, and that for that reason. And Larson, I don't think Larson did that. Not that Larson was bad, but I I don't think Larson um, stretched the boundaries for comic art like uh, McFarland did. But would that be our Mount Rushmore? I mean, you had Cho on Spidey for a while. You had Diodato on Spidey for a while. I mean, there's a there's there's I mean, a lot of good artists on. I Spidey. really like Otley's look of it. It looks like a you know, it looks like a Spider-Man book. It does. But I'd probably go Ditko, Ramita. You almost have to put Diodato up there because those were probably the most just. Like, I mean, Diodato did a lot of the Straczynski run, right? What you're looking for is a lot, like, the the iconic look. You know what I mean? Like, you want people that actually define the look a little bit. So then then I think you have to go, if if that's the... If that's the I think I I think I'm... I think that the Mount... I think the Mount Rushmore I just announced is it. I mean, at that point, yeah, you have to go Ditko, because that's the original look. You have to go with Ditko. Ramita, you actually Uh, have to. And then you have to go with... uh, you have to go with McFarland because he's I, that next I'm not going to disagree with that. And well, then and after, Bagley. It, and Bagley. Bagley's the other distinctive look because he's he's the one that took what was started with Venom and took it to a new place with Carnage. Yeah. And but, he also gave a real defining look for Spider-Man that made sense because he also kept him not so tall. Yeah. Which was cool. So, back to the book, Sinitor kills the shit out of Overdrive. Yeah, he does. does. Well, that's part I didn't quite understand, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay not knowing yet. I don't know if it's a dream or what's going on. Um, This was excellent. Excellent. Absolutely. Uh, Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi, Princess. Hi, Princess. (laughs) Just once. Just once, please. So, from one Spider-Man book to another uh, Spider-Man book. Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number five. This was awesome. <laughs> I just I don't know. felt rushed. Yeah. Like I think they just kind of like shoehorn the ending and it, it wasn't it was written well, 
Yeah, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. And the art was great. But Greg Land art was, was awesome. This felt it's like, rushed. Yeah, like you never got an explanation of why um, the Black Widow is, you know, going against Spider-Man in this universe and stuff like that. And, yeah, but honestly, I think we are going to find out from the end because there's going to be more. Oh yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be Peter David every like four or five months. Uh, here's a six part mini. I'm fine. I'm with good. That. I'm good. That that's excellent. You know him him going back and doing some Spidey. Here I got Spidey stories, and they're all gonna well, with the exception of right now, but they're all gonna come out at one you know nice consistent the time. I have with that's this great. Is, this is this is in continuity. This series it takes it place right. So the so now the Venom. Well, there's, there's, the, I, the, I like the, the symbiote, that doc, the symbiote Sh- now knows magic. Is that what we're getting here? No, I didn't think so. It trained under Stephen Strange for years. Yes, it did. Oh, because he, shit, the symbiote yeah. was in the driver's seat, not Peter. And, and remember, time was different. Yeah, yeah. That's that's know. the only problem I have with this. Uh, well, Otherwise, unless, it was good. Wait, I, I, felt a little I, I must say, Except my favorite. You, you, you're not going to have a problem. When Donnie Cates turns this into part of the storyline, then you're gonna be like, "Oh, this was all great." <laughs> his, his Doctor Strange run was excellent. Um, What's wrong oh, with yeah. having the symbiote no magic? That the fact that it hasn't popped up for ever. But I liked, years. yeah, but I like the use fact it against Carnage. I, hey, I would if a book came out called Symbiote Supreme or Sorcerer's Symbiote or some Sorcerer's Symbiote. You're Supreme, all over it. I read the fuck out of that. Oh, I would yeah. too. I'm just saying, yeah. you know. I think with, my favorite, with, especially with Greg Land art, that would be if if this is the team. If they keep doing this, they give this to us like once, twice a year. Oh, totally, totally, totally uh, into that. Um, the but I liked that you know Doctor Strange is like. So, uh, what do you know about your suit? <laughs> well, at this point, what Reed Richards knows something's up with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, Doctor Strange, Strange knows does. Black Cat knows. Black, Black Cat, Cat knows. knows. Yeah, because yeah, she so, brought it up. But uh, I think my favorite panel of this book is Wong with the symbols. <laughs> yeah. Just clapping the hell out of Mordo. Yeah, that gave me a good chuckle. I mean, it was good. And his comment in the panel is the best. Just sitting there going, ass. <laughs> it was good. I really, really enjoyed the hell out of this. All right. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. Cable number two. Uh-oh. I made it five pages in and realized I don't give a fuck. I didn't even make it to the point where they kind of explained Old Man Cable showing back up at the end of number one. That's the review. All righty. I don't have any marble. Okay. Really? X Factor number one. <sighs> fuck yeah, I did. I did it. I did it. I did a thing. Even the X guy is not reading any of the X stuff. I think Paul has the biggest pile of books this week. He might. He had a lot of time on his hands. Not necessarily. He did go to his, you know, workplace for the first time in July. Technically, the second and then third time. (laughs) So went in twice in one week. You, I did. You, I did three days so far. You better. Tomorrow call, will be day four. You better call off tomorrow. Four days in a row, you might just fall over. Not not because look, of the I'm not happy system, about just it. Just because you're 180. I'm just not <laughs> happy about it. Uh, X Factor One. Um, 
So Northstar finds out that his sister Aurora has died. He felt it. So he's like, he goes to the regeneration pods. Hold on. Nobody cares. It's okay. You need to hear this. No, I don't. Yes, you do. He So he goes to the regener- regen pods, and they're like, you have to prove it. So he brings back this team, which is Polaris, and then a whole bunch of other ex-people that I don't know. And then they investigate, and they find out that, yes, she is dead. Can he get through one review? God damn it. (laughs) That she is dead. And then this brings back. Listen, just beer, Josh. Beer running, Josh. For for how many reviews I've had ruined by these two fucks. That was the joke. That was the joke. But. Uh, so Polaris falls asleep and they build the X Factor I'm, uh, I'm headquarters. Fall asleep. Yeah, please. <laughs> and With it this... looks like this, which I believe is a giant hoo ha. And um, it does kind of look like vagina. Uh, yeah. Uh, See, that's why. So David now read it. the he, investigate... he would have thought there was a mirror three quarters away through it. So they have a um, yes, they have a council with uh, all the X's, and they decide they need an X Factor to investigate. Things for the X Men, and here you have it. The introduction. Are you done? Yes. Okay. It was not good. A good book would have been better if it was written by Peter David. Darth Vader number three. <laughs> yes, exactly. I I'm actually enjoying this story. Um, what we see here sorry. is uh, it was good. Yeah. Um, the whole cliffhanger of oh my god, a giant kraken's about to eat Darth Vader. We know he yeah. survives, so right. it kind of takes kind of the air out of the tires a little bit. Yeah, but you know, we we get a little bit more insight, and uh, like I'm digging it. I, I'm going to stay on this. I'm, oh, I'm absolutely! I'm going to continue reading it. it. Was well, you know. the, well, the insight that we get is what that Padme's crew is going to go find out who killed her. I think they already know that it was Vader, and he admits it. He said, right. "Yeah, I did kill him." Yeah, but they still don't know that Vader is Anakin. Right. No, because they think Anakin died. Right. That's it. I, I don't have any more Marvel. Because I'm a nice guy. Thank you. And you want something stronger. No, no. <laughs> I'd much rather that, but I'm a nice guy. On to DC. Uh, I'm Josh. Yeah. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Uh by the way, this is uh, July 29th is the week these books came out. No, no, no. No. Because you're reviewing well, books right, that came uh, out the 28th. The 28th, 28th, sure. 28th and 29th. 28th and 29th. Last week of July. Uh, Next week will be first week of August. Batman Superman number 10. Um, is it though? Because August is still this week. So isn't this technically the first week of August as well? No. Well, August. First full week. week of August. Well, see, now that's different. Now you're changing the words. Your uh, first tr- full week of August. There, How's that? Uh, so Batman Superman number 10. Um, last issue was, uh, again, we're, we're past all the Batman laugh shit, and we're getting some good Batman Superman stories. This one, the villain of the week for the next you know, so issue or so. So they're off of the... Yeah, that was the so first like. So now six we're finally arc. getting back to a world's finest type. Yes, and it's... it's Maybe I'll try to read it's these It's pretty then. good. Uh, you get some... Like 
villains you haven't seen in a while. Again, last week, Ultra Humanite. This is the continuation of that story where uh, Atomic Skull shows up begging for help, and he's trying to turn a new leaf in some of the other books. I think... Um, I can't remember what book it was that he was trying to turn a new leaf in, but this is a continuation of that story, and, and he ends up going nuclear and blowing up and taking out a chunk of Gotham. Um, so Batman and Superman are trying to figure out what's going on, and there are these kind of corpses that are lined with ex- nuclear explosives as, as well that the ultra-humanite is, is sending to fight Batman and Superman. Um, th- this, was, this, is, this is pretty good. Uh, this is kind of a, a, a backstory because the last issue kind of jumped into things like the pretty art quickly. Looks pretty good. The art The art's great except for one thing. Everyone's head looks like like a like pill shaped like uh that that pill character in Osmosis Jones look at <laughs> look at how fucking much forehead is his head it's that's superman's head oh and no no that was the mic that you just slapped the shit out of yeah 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 <laughs> uh and then look at look at Bruce's head down here in the bottom other than oh, the wow. heads wow other than the heads it's like something out of Aeon Flux it's it's a pretty good book the only yeah. other, the only yeah. other thing I see it. The only other thing that do I have it. a problem do with it. In Go this ahead. Book is that uh is Do you that, see uh, it? Yes, it's, it's there, isn't hey, it? You know what? If you're gonna compare me to Superman and Batman, I'll fucking take it. But No, we're just comparing um, your head. elongated <laughs> heads. Uh the only other problem in this is there's still harping on every time they tune into the news, it's can you believe Superman was Clark Kent this whole time? Do we refer to him as Superman or we refer to him as Clark Kent now? I don't know what... To... We don't oh, give so a fuck. so they're finally acknowledging this. Well, it, it was Which, in again, last issue, too. It was in we, the last issue, Well, we're not reading Superman, of course, but we still don't know why he but had to do this. But all the Superman, it's brought up at least once. That's like... Because, hey, guess what? Even in even in one of the other fucking books I'm going to read this terrible. week that has Superman in it, they bring it up. And it's that's like, lame. we fucking get it. Why does it need to be acknowledged? Nobody likes it, but because Bendis but, did it. Well, as far as World's Finest, yeah, as, as far as Batman Superman book, this this has been much better since it has moved away from the uh, Batman Lab shit. And again, our problem with that completely has been that they haven't. He's like, I had to do this, and we're like, why? Why did you have to yeah, do this? Still hasn't been There's no reason why he had to do it. Yeah. Why he had to reveal his identity. At least when they did it with Spider-Man in Civil War, there was a reason. The only reason that and, I've seen is And that, they is were supposed to, to keep fucking, that and I wish they would have kept that in Spider-Man. Every other, every other instance that of Superman to mention that would, he's done this thing. That would have, like, and now or, he's, he's moving off the Superman or, book, isn't he? This is how DC is going to introduce the Registration Act. And have their own civil war. Dun dun dun. Honestly, I I would I would look. I would oh, put back. Put that makes Bendis. total sense because Bendis, Bendis is did the, civil war. Bendis is coming. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense now. All right. Fuck five G. There we go. Going to war. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, it wasn't a bad book, but anyway, there we go. Any other DC? I got no regular DC. Uh, deceased is regular DC. Oh, is deceased regular DC? Mm-hmm. Oh, then uh, uh, deceased. I hope at World's End. Uh, what are we on six? Six. Yep. 
Uh, in this one, um, we got new art this issue. We do, and it's I, actually I really good. Uh, I didn't like. It. I didn't like no. it either. No. <laughs> okay. No, I, 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 the, again, I didn't mind it. It was. It, it was another thing where like everything kind of was okay except for the faces. No one shows emotion. Everyone's like flat face. It was like everyone was how you would see faces in like a fever dream so or whatever. So basically everybody's Kristen Stewart in this. Yes. Um <laughs> but pouty face. <laughs> <laughs> in this one um Black Adam is finally getting to Jotunheim and uh Ari is Recruited, uh, Wink says, "There's only one way around this. We need help, and so you're the only one that she can." She sends a- the Airy to uh, Themyscira. Right. Um, um, obviously, he doesn't get there fast enough. Uh, Wink kind of teleports Black Adam to the middle of the mountain, but that's not holding him, and the Jotunheim starts to fall, and lo and behold, Wonder Woman catches it. Yeah. So we're. So are I we think our get- next issue is one of the last ones or whatever. But yeah, I'm not sure. But we're going to have a Wonder Woman versus Black Adam face-off, right, which, which is going to be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I really don't care about any of the other characters, to be honest, <laughs> that are in this issue. But it, it's, like, my memory's fo- foggy. I'm getting old, like Paul. But how did Wonder Woman what turn What makes you in... think my memory's foggy? Oh, I know your memory's foggy. Um, <laughs> we didn't was see on, her turn, right? It was on Themyscira in the original DC story when Aquaman shows up. And he's zombified, and I think during the the Battle of Themyscira, that's when she turns. Okay, because I thought maybe this was going to be the story of how she turned. Um, no, you might that be happened. Right. To, no, I think it, I no, think we did that, see that. We happen, saw though. that. Okay. Which is which? Yeah. If that's the case, it kind of makes this less anticlimactic because, or this makes this more anticlimactic because we know she's going to win. Right. Um. But it'll be a cool fight. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely, it seems pretty cool. Uh, like as soon as I, I put him in this that mountain, I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I, yeah, that I was mean, my thought. Hey, I mean, for a one-off. Oh, I don't know if the mountain's got to hold him. I'm like, I can guarantee yeah. you, it's not. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't wait to get this in an actual print form that I can throw it in my collection. Uh, DC Cybernetic Summer number one, the eighty-page giant. This is uh, another one of DC's holiday sort of collection of stories. Seasonal. Yeah, collection of stories, and I, I mean say. it's it's yeah. par for the course. You get some real stinkers, you get some good stories. Uh, we get a Batman versus Brother Eye story that was kind of lame because um, Alfred's still alive apparently in this timeline for whatever reason. I guess they didn't tell the writers. Um, we get a um, <laughs> uh, we get an awful Metal Men story where the Metal Men are turned into a kaiju except for Platinum, and Platinum teams up with Wonder Woman and they geek out over their favorite anime i'm not making this up oh that's awful it's bad uh we get a red tornado story uh it it was also kind of super cliche can they stop trying to make him a thing like Uh, that would be nice he failed as a character he's literally vision in this though like he he's on he's on vacation with his family because he has a wife and child now but it's like we're gonna shoehorn him into everything like uh, Young Justice is like, oh, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the mentor, and it didn't work. Yeah, it, and it, like it was. Just, it's like, oh, Supergirl, he's gonna be in there. It didn't work. Like, it was a super cliche story where where they're out camping, and the daughter stumbles upon an alien who touches her forehead, and she passes out, and then he starts fighting the alien. She's like, no, 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 he just wants to go back to his home planet. He can't get home because he can't 
translate far enough into space? And he's like, oh, well, let me handle that. And then the alien flies away, and they all go fishing. It was like, okay, this is the most milk toast fucking story in here. Uh, then we had a fucking Booster Gold and Blue Beetle story, which was amazing. This was the funniest. Well, not the funniest, but it was pretty fucking good. Um, it's So I thought about it, and I always want Tom King to do one. I'd love Chip Zdarsky to tackle Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Yeah, this that would be was, good. With, with his I'm okay. If someone yeah, told me that Chip perfect. Zdarsky yeah. wrote this, do, I would believe Do either a 6 they, or 12 issue. Yeah. They basically yeah. want to have a day at the beach, so they go to the beach, and it's crowded, and they're like, oh, this wasn't like this last year. Well, wait a minute. Why don't we just go back to last year? We'll go one day in the past. So they go one day in the past, and they're the only ones on the beach, and then a, their future versions of themselves show up six times, and each time... They're like, some of them, they look like Hulk Hogan and, and like, Ted is slowly balding over time. Because <laughs> they keep end going up back to the a, same a time. Fucking, uh, volleyball contest among the, the blue versus gold. And then King Shark randomly shows up and is like, what the fuck is going on here? And they kick the shit out of him. Um, uh, there, there's a good... Um, they make him... They, they, they beat him up and then make him take pictures to make a calendar of each one of the team-ups, and they make him hang it up in his cell in prison. It's the most blue and gold story I've read in a long time. It was really funny. Um, there's a Flash story. It wasn't that great, to be honest. It's it's basically the there's a Flash race every year, and all the Flashes from the multiverse compete in it, and the two fastest are the ones from earth zero or the regular earth with barry allen and the other one is from earth 44 which is mercury flash which is like a robot version of him and he has like a chip on his shoulder like a literal chip no I mean, he, he's a robot so yeah microchips he ends up turning over a new a leaf chip. at the end and he's like i, hey, well, I just want you know to flash, if it was so. dave flash it'd be a potato chip um dorito no no there's no way a potato chip lasts that long <laughs> towards his mouth there's a uh, Silver Age Superboy uh, and the Legion of Superheroes story in here. That was pretty good. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I want to get through this sooner rather than later. Out we, there, we there's like a... You to get through this sooner rather than later. There's an Apollo and Midnighter story where they go up against uh, Mansoor, Mala, and the Brain. I thought that was a re- this was a really good story as well um, where they kind of empathize them because they, they are kind of two people that love each other that aren't accepted by society because one is a giant gorilla and the other one is a machine brain. The Harley story kind of sucked. Um, I don't understand why she's dating a guy in a wheelchair that's like 80 years old, but Paul? Paul I mean, can dream. There you go. Uh, the Robot Man story was really good. He gets invited out to hang out with friends. He can't fit in because they're all doing fun human stuff. And then he gets invited to hang out with a bunch of robots like Cyborg and Red Tornado and the Metal Men. And he invites the same guy that invites him to the human parties and the which guy is, fit which in. Is, which is uh, the dude. He basically looks like... El Duderino? He goes by Mike. And he's like... They both apologize at the end. Like, hey, we both don't fit in, but I appreciate the the, the effort. But then we get to the greatest story I've read in a long time, which was... This this was... You made me read it. Holy fuck. So it's a Stuart Moore story, so that should tell you where this is going. It's, It's Cyborg facing off against Cyborg Superman. And as they're fighting, Superman then shows up and is like, you need to get back, Victor. This guy will fuck us up. And then while they're fighting... Super Cyborg Cyborg Superman shows up and he's like I'm from Earth uh, threesome and in my universe Cyborg Superman and Cyborg Superman are all the same person 
and they, they melted together. They melted together. You know what a crisis is? And uh, they they struggle and stuff. And Cyborg Superman is just like scratching his head, like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he's like, he, "Here's my Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. It's it's legit." And they're like, "Why is it? Why do they refer to you as sucks?" He's like, "Oh, that's SU for Su- Superman, C for Cyborg, and CS for Cyborg Superman." So I don't like it. I try to edit it out of there or whatever, but. Anyway, they end up beating Cyborg Superman because he's distracted by how crazy this is, and then he takes his helmet off, and it's, it's, it's Batman. It's Batman in the si- Super Cyborg Cyborg Superman which, which, costume, which is great because like when he shows up, he's like, "But Superman's my leading personality because I'm so awesome." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh well, uh, what was that about me being so incredibly arrogant?" He's like, "It was part of the distraction." But then Cyborg is like, "What the fuck? These guys are fucking lunatics." He gets a message from uh, Kent Shaw. Oh, what the fuck is his name? I'm Henry Victor Kentshaw Clarkstone, the cyborg Superman of Earth D cosine X one Y nine or whatever, and it's like come come the fuck on, and it's actually legit. He's from another fucking universe, and they're playing poker, and they're playing poker with Anti Monitor and Reverse Flash, and uh, it was hysterical. It it was one of the funniest things I've read in a long time. Just how how absurd it was. This was my pick of the week for that story, and then also the uh, the other one that I can't remember. Apparently, um, it was almost my pick of the week for that story. Really, it was that fucking uh, the Booster Gold and Blue Beetle one. It was yeah, those two stories made that. I mean, again, there were a lot. There were like two or three stinkers in there, but the rest was good. And then there were those two stories that were amazing. All so right. that's my pick on Block Label. After Josh's eighty-minute review, it's an eighty-page an giant, giant. Goddamn yes. it. Uh, Plunge, number five, our penultimate issue, I believe, because I think this is only going six. That should wrap up the Hill House books, then. Yeah, this will be the last Hill this House book. This will be the last Of house. the originals. Right. Of the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, everything else is done. Um, this was good. S- this was so good. This was really good. <laughs> this, was really good. <laughs> this was really good. Uh, so we ended off at the last one where the captain was like, we have another guy and we're going to we're going to find things out. And we find out much how like, much like Josh. Let me interject and tell you what my problem with this is. OK, so the scientist guy that is clearly the asshole of the group, but he's they he, let him unchecked. They just like, I know. Ah, you Look, know, you, you want to you're right. Yeah. Look, we like, have this guy, an alien yeah, yeah, all the aliens. There's always one. That, he's it's that like, guy. It's <laughs> like, how do you not see he's going to fucking double cross you? Like, you dumb motherfucking boat captain. Like, how fucking stupid can you be? And then we have the lo- the loving w- girlfriend. Like, oh, I can't let him die. I'm going to dive now. This hits on too many fucking bad horror mo- movie tropes. And for because my liking. of that. I love it so much. This is my pick of the week. <laughs> I love that shit. This is these are typical horror tropes, and it hits. You can't suspend your disbelief for one single. There's no book. disbelief. You can't not nitpick a book just because there's tropes in it. No, absolutely <laughs> wow. not. It, it, it's fucking, fucking great. Fucking no, you. this is great. At one, this at, was at, great. One, at one point, the boat butler starts quoting there's Crosser. A boat butler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this. I loved it. It's my pick I, I of the week. I think I have to agree with you. This is going to be my pick of the week also. It oh was fucking God. it was fucking fantastic. And we find a lot of shit out and it, it's a great it, penultimate. It, it actually wasn't terrible, but it's just like come on. Like seriously like 
You could tell this guy was the evil asshole from like. Oh yeah, one. sure. I half again, expected the, the but, kid from freaking Scream to pop out and start explaining stuff. But, yeah, but again, it was so good. Again, some of the beauty of horror is you know what you're getting into. John you Constantine Hellblazer, number eight. This is my pick of the week. This is I'm not arguing. This, this is fucking great. Also. So this is the conclusion of the mermaid story, and he's kind of telling the mermaid why he didn't save her sooner. Because this other guy never really showed any signs that he had anything magical. He had anything magical. He just thought he He was. He missed it. He missed it until he realized what was going on. So he'd have this fresh cut fish every day, which he was just trimming off his pregnant mermaid. It started out. She was finding monkfish for him. Yep. And then they, they just fished out the area. So he realized she heals really fast. So kept her hostage, trimmed a little bit off her. She healed. The reason she didn't heal is she saved all that up for an escape plan. So he's like, he explains like, oh, this guy's process and 430 in the morning. Sure enough, he shows up there. Constantine just chucks his ass in the river and his half man, half mermaid love children rip rip him him to shreds. It was great. This was excellent. This is my pick of the week. I'm not arguing it. Does that put us on to indies? Hang on a second. How can you not argue it? When it's not your pick of the week. Because I agree that it is pick of the week worthy. All right. You've said that already in the past. Yeah, what do I mean? It's like, I can't argue with that, you know? Yeah, that's all DC I have. Yeah, I don't have any more DC. All right. On to Independence. Rogue and... Planet number three. Oh, shit. I forgot that came out. Um, I couldn't s- do it. I, I couldn't do it. I tried. I read number two. <laughs> I started number three. I'm like... This is fucking that Mexico cave dwelling story all over again. This gets a little tropey. Um, oh, that was Unearth. Unearth. It, this yeah. is the same thing in space. Oh, that's kind of um, disappointing. It's a little disappointing. He's following the same thing. I, I think Cullen's but, better but, than but that. But that's Not where a- Cullen Bunn kind of gets caught up a little bit is he his bad stuff, he kind of is just like a regurgitation of an old story he did. And and honestly, no, I'm going to stick with my say. I think Cullen's better, better than absolutely, that. Absolutely, he is. I mean, he's given us some absolutely amazing stories. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah, look at X-Men Blue. <laughs> but but he's better than that. <laughs> the, 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 again, the, 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 the team is split up. Two of them are investigating what happened to their friend because uh, they encounter aliens. The aliens force feed them this stuff that makes them no longer afraid, and then they string them up and they slit the one's throat, and they're ready to do the second person. And right as about to slit their throat, the other team is like, "Well, before we leave this planet, let's find the rest of our crew." They find her right before she's sacrificed or whatever's happening, and they lay waste to these aliens. They grab her and um, they head back to the ship. And on the way there, they see like this Rosetta Stone of of translation of what the history of this asteroid or planet is, and none of it makes any sense to me because I can't fucking read it, and it, that's where it ends. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm literally planning on just ripping this off for a uh, Starfinder campaign, which is like a, a D&D in space sort of thing. So, that that would mean, make sense. I, that's that's part of the reason why I'm still reading this. Killlock, number six. Yes. So the artisan comes back, and he's like, well, where's the, where's the unfinished, the kid? And he's like... Oh, he was about to die. I pulled out his processor. And then they realized the only way to survive as one is for all of them to pull their processors out. And the um, 
big brute ends up with all their processors and he turns into super brute and he's going to fuck up this universe and that's kind of all that happened uh i wouldn't recommend this series to someone um just because it's just like you wouldn't throw it at him I won. It had a good premise. I was going to say, you really I really liked number one, and number two kind of kept me interested. And then at that point, I was kind of, it's a six-part mini, so I made it halfway through. I might as well. It really wasn't as good as I thought it was. But apparently, this was an older idea because they were showing sketches from like 2015 in the back of it. So apparently, this wasn't older. All the way from from back then. Wow. (laughs) I mean, five years to make 2015 A.D. Not 2015. Oh, 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 okay. You know, when but, you were a senior in high school. You know, when comics came out on Stone Slate. Tablets. Slate with on, on a Wednesday. Well, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mercy, number four. Right after we review Hedra, number one. Oh, oh are we going to do this now? We could do Mercy first. This is my runner up for pick of the week. And it's close. I, I, it's I don't very know. Very close. I don't know. I, I really, I, kinda, I, re- I really enjoyed this. This was. Now I don't know how you guys interpreted it. Okay. And I think while I was, all right. air quotes so, reading so it. So the audience knows there, there are no we words. all read this. There's no words. In I am this. doing air quotes for the red. I, I put it this way. This no is word. the this extreme is a, Dave book. This is the extreme perfect Dave book because there's no so, words. Okay. I enjoyed the art. It had that Aeon Flux vibe to it. Eh. A little bit. Eh. You don't think so? It, Not it, really. It, it honestly had like a kind no, of... No, no Aeon I Flux. Like Not at all. This one... There, I mean, kind there, of like an literally no words in this. swim kind of feel. Kind of, yeah. Sure. Like This could be like a heavy metal story. Heavy metal. This could, uh, be in, this could be... Here's four pages in heavy metal... And then next month, here's another four, four another pages four. in heavy metal. I remember when they and this is that. sure, I I could totally see this as being part of a story in heavy metal, hundred percent. Um, I I feel like this was open to interpretation as well. Agreed. And the way oh I, yeah, I, and I'm, you guys you're going to interpret you guys different than in, I interpret. Give, give your interpretations, or do we just want to say okay? You so probably interpret it your. Oh, own uh, okay, so. Shit gets fucked up on the world, and there's a lottery for one person to leave the planet and try to find another. Trying to uh, to continue humanity and life. Right. He ends up on another planet, and then there's something else that's on the same planet. That's where I got confused. No, I think that the okay. giant robot guy met him in space. Somewhere. So the way I interpret falls. it is so, exactly. So, but the same then way. there's then on there's Earth, the color there, on, there's on, the Lilliputians that yes. are on this planet. And um, they kind of fuck with the giant robot thing. And the, our person from Earth who has the lottery pick is trying to sort of save him. And and then I fucked up shit happens. I think the, I think they, the they have an agreement. Is, is, is and one then, of the biggest uh, open to interpretation parts. And then he gets shot into space. Okay, so the way the way I saw it is that it, it, same same thing. Earth. Is is mostly destroyed by nuclear holocaust, and yes. the remaining Earth, the remaining all over the place, yes. use the remainder of their ability to send a single individual out into space to find hope for humanity. And on her trip, uh, I thought it was a woman the whole time. That's what uh, I, I did thought. Too, too. Okay, yeah. she lands on the same planet as what I would describe best as an elder of the universe. Um, 
and he has been captured by this native planet's Lilliputians, basically. She fights because she sees them having him captive, and when he kind of regains consciousness, he realizes that she is the best of humanity, or whatever race she's from, and invites her to join the the, uh, the council of the elders of, of the universe. And she turns it down for a brief moment and is like, I need to get back to Earth and see what I can do for them. And when she gets back there, by the time between the time she left and the time she came back, the rest of humanity destroyed itself. And at that point, she realizes that's what was best for Earth because life begins to bloom again. And she's like, the last thing I need to do is get the fuck off this planet because humanity was the problem in the first place. And then she pisses off to join but the elders of the But before she does that, she re kind of reinvigorates the, the earth. earth. But not with people or anything like that, with vegetation. Yes. Right. That, so, I, I mean, I, I'm closer to your interpretation I, of it. This was fucking super good. For not having any words, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Are, I, I were, were you in agreement with us? Uh, or my, you... my, my interpretation varies a little bit, but it's along the same basis. Like, I don't think that she... I think she came back to Earth right as the bombs dropped. And didn't get there in time because it showed the guy with the cowboy hat again. No, I thought no, the no, bombs no. dropped. They all, they, yeah. they all no, dropped she only in the beginning. She when she came back. Yeah. Which I literally thought was the farmer. So if it's open fields. to interpretation and I get to interpret it my way. Right, right I'm just. Right. I don't. But you know. I, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that she comes back after the bombs dropped and restarts life. That's what we it's, said. It's along the same lines, but I don't think it's. You know, I don't think the rest of humanity has wiped itself out, per oh, se. Okay, well, I, I'm pretty sure they're all. She's literally the last of humanity. And that's why. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like it, almost to the point where. Yes, I agree they with you. They literally have a lottery in this, and the only words in this are the numbers on her lottery ball. They literally right. like turn one of those like bingo and she, ball things and that and pick her number. Yeah, wins. I think the un. Whoa, I would even hey. go so far as to say that the universe... We disagree with him once and he's tearing the place apart. Fuck yeah. I would even go so far as to say the universe chose yeah, her because she is once. maybe the the best of humanity that's left. And that's why she was chosen. But I mean, again, that who fucking knows? Right. But I mean, I this was... This was... Like, like I said, when I first finished reading this, I didn't know what to make of it. Like, it wasn't bad in my head. I just didn't know where to go with it and how to process it. If it wasn't for me appreciating comedy so much, this would be this would have been my pick of the week. It just damn those two stories were su- super fucking funny in Cybernetic Summer. So, mercy number four, our friends from Image. Have mercy. Right after Lost Soldiers, number one of five. <laughs> oh, you did it again. Also from Image. All right, Lost Soldiers. This gave a heavy Garth. It's a no. It's a heavy fucking platoon ripoff. Or that too, yeah. Uh, oh, let's just say a pull from come a lot on. of the Vietnam. Mm, this is platoon. A I got platoon co- ripoff. Oh, yes, because I thought the same thing. I was like, did Garth Ennis write this? Yeah, he did. No, no. Okay, but okay. No, because you literally, no. you literally could have said you know, yes, and I would have believed. Why? That. Because if Garth Ennis would have wrote this. Who is it would have been good. Who is who is Alice Cott? Don't know. Has he been to Vietnam? Maybe. See, that's the thing. 
it, it's sort of a Am little... Am I comparing it, it to a book that is not... I mean, clearly, Punisher wasn't in Vietnam, but... Well, depends what Punisher. Um, This felt like a mix between Punisher the Platoon and Black Hammer 45. Yeah, yeah. But we are just barely scratching the surface as far as like this is one of those books you know how we say hey okay the first book gave us a whole bunch of backstory and introduction but we don't know what the fuck's going on and then the second issue will will give us the plot of where the story's gonna go at least another issue or so so this is what this is but this is very did you not like this I got I, I, don't I got know yet. platoon ripoffs on this uh, that I, I didn't care for. I'll be I'll I I I had hopes that this was going to be really fucking good. This was good. Dude, it was I, I thought it was. It decent. wasn't great. So, but it was good. So, Alex Cot is the creator of Change. This book, Material, The Surface Wolf, and The New World. Which was one that I started out liking. I hated that fucking book. But by number two, I hated it as well. Yes. Well, let's see where can it we, goes. Can we, so the, the, the narrator in this book is the old black guy? Yes. Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. Although it makes it kind of confusing through the first half of the book. Yeah, because at one point I thought it was literally like the personification of like death or whatever. Again, there there's heavy platoon ripoff vibes. Well, I mean, on this. it's a Vietnam story. I mean, you could you yeah, could but it's, it's Vietnam like story. we have that the, the 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 sergeant in charge who does shit, and then fucking the rest. You know, the rest of the guys revolt because so, they cause this thing. So it, the it's two guys too much. Uh, the black guy and the the, the blonde haired guy who starts think, to fight with the sergeant. Um, they Burke. end up as mercenaries at the end. I, I, Old I, and guy I, mercenaries. And I think that's where you're you're going to be. And like, I think I'm that's where the story is going to go. I don't think you're going to see much more of Vietnam in this. No, no, no I agree. I don't think so. I think this is kind of setting the stage for <laughs> that. These you're going to get flashbacks. Back yeah, to right. Constantly. And again, but would this would this story have served better if we would just jumped into what the fucking plot is and then use this as a second or third issue I, as backstory I matter? It's hard to, to go. Say hey, this we is well. We issue. we know the blonde guy gets mortally wounded on this. Obviously, that's what the first couple pages are. The the, the guy with the glasses. No, he's dead. He's no. dead. No, but in the end, it's it's the him and the blonde guy are. are... Well, that's what I'm saying. The guy at the beginning. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So they kind of give you a flash so forward. In the future, when he's an old man, yeah, he does. Maybe he gets more than one. Which again, this this does the trope of one last job. So this is their one. La- he's giving it up. Yep. And yeah. what we get at the beginning is but him, we're going to, is him uh, laying kind of bleeding out. This was good. It wasn't great, but I'm gonna keep reading more. Of this. I'm definitely gonna pick up number two, and I. I will read number two also, hoping that it goes somewhere. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to go, it's that new world fucker. Fuck him. <laughs> Mercy, number four. Right after that, Texas Blood, number two. I read this one. I think the first issue was my pick of the week at that week. It was. Was it, any, so, was it yours as well? I can't remember. No, I think it was mine. Yours? Yeah, okay. I think it was Dave's. It was very good. Um, yeah. Anyone else confused? Yes, a little bit. Okay, so I'm gonna so, jump. I'm gonna jump all the way to the very end. To reveal that, so the guy. Okay, maybe not. 
uh, I'm trying to figure out where the best place to start is. The guy that killed himself in the in the at the, at the end of the last issue with the casserole dish. Is that the brother or not? His brother shows up. Is it though? I think so. Because doesn't the sheriff tell him he thinks his brother was murdered? That's murdered. the confusing part. Is that the the sheriff saw him kill himself, but then he tells his brother who shows up, because apparently these brothers were. Badasses when they were kids. Oh, I would say badasses, but troublemakers. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where it's a small town, they they have a reputation for being shitheads. Um, you know, he's there because his brother is dead. He finally talks with the sheriff who saw him kill himself, and the sheriff says, "Look, it was it was actually murder." The other problem I have with this issue compared to the first issue is that one of the things I liked about the first issue is that it established the character of the, of the sheriff. And in this one, he's already been f- flanderized. If you if if you're familiar with that term, it's yeah, where he, basically, he keeps saying the same. He says over well over. almost every sixth word in this book, and he talks a lot. In this book, he's he's become a caricature of himself in the second issue. I don't know. I'm still going to read more of this because it's very easy to read. Um. But uh, and and it seems to have strayed from the supernatural element that was in the first issue at the very end, where it was like, just don't forget this is an image book. But I I don't know. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first. It was still okay to the point where I'm going to read the third for sure. But um, nowhere near my pick of the week. No, this I, week. I not. Pick of the week material, but well, I thoroughly I'm still enjoyed on it. this series. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoyed the read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, yeah. this was probably the one book I was looking forward to the most this week. Because you know what? There's still a lot. You know it's coming, but they still haven't introduced that supernatural element. I, do you really think it's coming though? Well, something made that guy snap, and I think that's going to be. But I like the slow burn to it. Yeah. Usually with image, it's like, oh, you're almost through the first it, the first uh, issue. Last two pages. Here boom. you go. Well, that's what it felt like in the first issue, because the like guy something. showed up with the blood of his girlfriend on his or wife on his hands, and it was like, "I got that casserole dish for you," or whatever he said, and blew his brains out. Um, so, I, I don't know. We'll wait for Paul for the next one. I'll just go into this one. Uh, Dead Body Roads uh, Two: Bad Blood. Um, like I said, this is a sequel to Dead Body, the, the original series, but I. Still haven't gotten around to reading the first series, but I definitely want to after this book. Uh, this guy's sister is a badass bitch. And, like, the, the gangster that, you know, is you got your typical gangster sociopath, you know, killing everybody, trying to hunt down her brother. And I don't know if it's his daughter that the brother's with or his wife. But that's what it seems like. I'm thoroughly enjoying this read. Um... I and there there isn't a supernatural feel to it, you know what I mean? Like I think this is all going to be like a- action. Who's who's uh writing Latin? Uh, who's, and who's the artist? Because the cover looks similar to something I've seen before. Written by Justin Jordan, artist. Oh Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ, Christ after, two, this? after two thousand years, he decides to write. Man, he's starting to draw is, comic books. Is man. Benjamin Tizma. Tizma. 
You struggled with that? Yeah. That, <laughs> I'd probably go Tizma. Yeah, I mean, look, bet, best guess territory is that, but when it's like 13 consonants and a single vowel that's like a Y. Then yeah, well, yeah, those the are the ones I love. It's like, Dave, it, Dave, say this name. Oh, fuck. That's awesome. Mercy, number four. I don't have anything else. Like, I okay, great. You. Thank you. <laughs> I, I really can't. All right. right. First, Sleeping Beauties, number two. <laughs> so, wait, wait, by wait. Stephen King and Owen King, wait, wait, our adaption. Wait, wait a minute, Josh. Did, didn't you read this? Sleeping, Sleeping Beauties. Is, isn't this the one that he read and I got him all bumbling about? Because it's a... no, no, oh, no, 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 no. This no, is not that, adaptation. That was, yeah, that's next week. Uh, the second one of that comes okay. out. Yeah. So. I'm this thoroughly, was like, really for good. For never reading the novel, I'm I'm thoroughly this enjoying this. This is awesome. Adaptation. Again, the novel was great. So um, this is awesome. Yeah. I this is this is fantastic. Um, so we find out I'm more gonna, that for the uh, second time this podcast, I'm going to pull a Josh. I'm trade waiting this. I don't blame you. Um, I don't know this. This reads good as floppies. It does. I, I, honestly, I know, this, I know the story. Though. What they do is they still have the ability at the very last page to hook you in to want to read the next issue. Right. Which is the most important thing with a floppy. But it was a good novel, so I automatically want to read the next but that issue. Does, okay, I'll give you Wind. That was also written as a trade. Does the last page make you want to read the next issue on yeah, that one? Not really. It doesn't. Exactly. They yes, are doing a great. This one does. Yes, they are doing a great job with this um, each time. Um, we find out more that they uh, all, all the women when they fall asleep, they it's bad. So. Oh, you can don't have don't pull the webbing off their and and so. they they run into they they are they are cocooned. Yep. And if they are cocooned, you can't do that because then they they become these fucking monsters that uh, stab their. Sons in the they face of the bo- horrific things. One piece, fucking pansy. I had three. Thank you, sir. Three. Still pansy. Well. <laughs> anyway, uh, on to mercy Sleepy number pieces. four. But first, America the boys, dear Becky. So this starts uh, right where we le- left off. Okay, we're on to mercies. We are on okay. to mercies. Let's right. do mercy. Let's do mercy. This was fucking... This was probably the best issue out of this series so far. We find out a lot. I think we fi- find I think out I'm, a lot of I'm stuff. I'm finally over that initial shock of this is not what we were promised in New York. Yeah, but now we're getting other stuff. Right. Although, these other humans that had taken um, the, the butler, Goodwill... Goodwill. Holy fuck. There's, oh, man. I should not drink another. Uh, yes, you I'll should. Open yours. Dude, no. Seriously. <laughs> I, someone else drink this last. I, Look, you know, after this, you can just play I've magic. Had, There's I've a lot of people out there playing magic right now. They can have this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better put your mask on. <laughs> They're all, Zane, Zane's very enforceable about that. So, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
That's all staying in there. I'm, I'm past part of editing podcast at this point. <laughs> oh, my. I'm going to have to isolate his let, mic for that. Let, let's see oh if he makes god. it back in without tripping. Oh, my god. My stomach hurts. <laughs> Are we waiting for him before we do it? He didn't even read this. <laughs> all right. Mercy 4. We find a lot of stuff out. Um. We get some backstory on this. Again, I'm these humans that know what they are. Uh, are we calling them aliens? Are are they aliens? Or I'm guessing that's what they they're are. some type of alien parasite. So they know, and they know who they are, and they're eating the pods, pods, which is flowers off of them. It's essentially how they reproduce, um, but they have to prepare them the right way. And that gives them energy. Also, right. it gives well, humans energy because well, they, they're human. Yeah. That group's human. So, so what it does for the aliens is it's basically their eggs. Okay. So they can draw energy from them according to the big one that shows up, which is, by the way, the mother from the Stanford house or whatever it is. Well, put that okay, so all this, so so Mercy, or our main character, because she's been in this human form so long, she's starting be, to have human empathy. Well, I think something triggered that in her. It's Boo, the girl. Right. <laughs> I'm going to call her Boo. Right, because <laughs> there are others like her. That, that can like access the memory. But this, of their is the, this is the first time that it was confirmed that that definitely is, is her, her mother, mother, and our or young, what took her mother and our young black character that was I thought was going to be our main character is in fact the dad. He dead. Yeah, he dead too. Yeah, but apparently the little girl that we've been boo. Yeah, is their kid? Is what I'm assuming. I'm. Yeah, I yeah, maybe yeah, that, that was established. I'm pretty sure. Is it? One. Yeah. Anyway, this was fucking good. Honestly, I think this is the best issue and out of the series so far. And then she jumps the mine owner's oldest son's bones at the end. Yeah, and infects him or eats him. I think just. I, I think she eats him. That's what I'm because yeah. he, uh, he's got all the. And and I love the part where Goodwill's like. You've been very productive for us and very useful. And he goes, and you're going to be even more useful now. And she's, and, like, and, no. and she's like, no, you don't. You touch her. I will fucking kill you. Yeah. And I just saved your ass. <laughs> yeah. So um, the the art has been amazing in this book. Uh, totally fitting for whatever this story is going to be. This is like I said. It took me a while to get over that whole. This is not what we were promised. In you're York right, thing. but uh, this this is this is stunning. So I I love this book. This this was great. Okay. Anything else left on indies? The boys, dear Becky, number three. Um, we get a nice back and forth between uh, Annie and Huey. Um, and then we get a little glimpse into Billy the Butcher's life before he started killing with, uh, his girlfriend, Becky. And so my only question 
Is that the same Becky from Sir Mix-a-Lot? I don't know. I didn't look at her butt. <laughs> no, no. Becky doesn't have the big butt. She's just told about the butt. But Does this... I mean, obviously, the comic book varies drastically from the TV show. Oh, absolutely agreed. This doesn't seem influenced from the TV show at all? Um, Not as I can see. Is this okay. still Ennis? Yes. Okay. Yes. Or Enos, as some of us pronounce it. Well, only him. You know what? Anyway. Not unless you tell us. No, it, it's a decent read. This just wasn't as good as the first two, in my opinion. But we might be building up to something, so. Okay. Is that it? I got nothing else. On to Meteor. Mr. Jimmy, do we have anything happening in Meteor this week? It's been, what, three days? Since Tuesday, I don't have anything. You have nothing. All right. He did. <laughs> do we actually uh, have any? Uh, per- yeah, we do. Uh, a personal big one for me, uh, Malik B., uh, co-founder of The Roots, dead at 47. Oh, I don't have that. When the hell did that happen? Uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, I think Wednesday. Um, uh, Yesterday. They, one they... that happened that we didn't. Sally, the farmer's daughter. From the original Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Okay. She died at 55. She was super hot. Damn. Yeah, I know. I watched Glow. Yeah. Uh, Presidential candidate from 2012, uh, Herman Cain. Yes. Died yesterday, I think, of... Of yeah, it was just COVID, but I've heard it was COVID. It, I've heard that it wasn't as well. I mean, who, who it knows was COVID. who it is well, at this point? Well, there was rumors that he his uh, he had cancer in like 06. That's there, what I heard. There big rumors that evidently, that today back. would have been uh, Midnight Express director Alan Parker at 76, and country music broadcaster Bill Mack died at 88, and that was today. Um, today's the anniversary of Roddy Roddy Piper's death. I seen oh, that really? Me- I've seen that in my memories, yeah. They Live. Yes. Yes. Excellent movie. Um, well, up. today would also, in fictional history, be Harry Potter's birthday. He would be 40 today. Yes. Uh, somebody else told me that. Yes. <laughs> I think I think it was Eric that was have, out earlier I a, that I said he should I be on our podcast. For Harry Potter fans, read another book. Read any other book. Any please. other book? Any I'm other? Tired of hearing about fucking Harry Potter. That's it. Stephen it, King. It, it is very overhyped. It, don't get me wrong. Good, but overhyped. Stephen King. Anything from Neil Peart? <laughs> if, if you like young adult books, Artemis Fowl. The books are good. The movie was fucking dog shit, from what I hear. But the books are good. You're right. Uh, Percy Jackson and The Lightning Thief. That was a good series, from what I heard. I mean, if you, if you want... Go, go ahead. Suggest what you want to suggest, you Twilight little fucking tweet. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to suggest something, there's a, there's a book by Marcus Heights called The Dwarves. That's just about fucking dwarves being the heroes for once. There's five, Listen, there's five books. Three of them are if, good. If, the last two If you two want to read something along those lines, go back and read the Dragonlance trilogy, the original one. With, with Huma? Yes. Huma is my favorite character from those books. Oh, yeah. Sure. Dragonlance. Um... Even uh, oh, Cleric's and, Quintet. And from... b- by the way, George R. R. Martin, we're coming for your ass. You promised the 29th of he July. He said that we could, per- we could. 
He said the 29th of July. Him. So we're coming for your ass, motherfucker. We are coming. That's right. He's supposed to finish those goddamn books. He said that if it wouldn't be released on July 29th, we could imprison him. Dun, dun, dun. Huh. Motherfucker. Yeah. Well, how many more is he supposed to do yet? I think it's this one and another one. I, I thought I thought there was like two left. Because with the HBO series, he just gave them notes, correct? And they those assholes and just went. Up. Well, they've those assholes just went up. and said, "Oh, yo, oh, here's our notes," and just threw Listen, them away. My mother finally sat and watched the entire Game of Thrones. Uh huh. Got to the end and said the ending sucked. Now my mom has no. No, God. There's one person I know that loved the last Joe. season. Oh, Joe. How, how did you know? You know what? In fact, on Wednesday, we all showed up to his place to play Big Eye Small Mouth, and the first words out of his mouth were, I finally watched Incredibles 2, and it was terrible. Not, it was worse than the first, which I could agree with. First was amazing, but that it was a bad movie in general. What, and Incredibles everyone, 2? How's that everyone, possible? Everyone shit on him for like next four hours so, as well they should so the giant longest battle in tv history i watched that coming back from dc in the van and i finished it right before we got to the shitty diner we had to eat at because there's nothing else open oh we were at the lincoln diner and he looks at me in he gettysburg goes, of goes, all fucking places he goes so how was it i'm like i'm sure it would have been played out better on a like a bigger, bigger screen, screen. Yeah, because you, of the battle. You, you did say that. But it kind of sucked because of the ending where they just like kill off the fucking <laughs> the Night King. It's like the long night you, lasted one night. And you built this up like this is going to be oh this. This is going to be the Thanos. This is going to be the dark side of this universe. This is going to be the Green Ranger of this universe. One fucking night and was killed by a tween. With a butter knife. With a butter knife. And on that note, I'm Jimmy Kimmel Almost Live. I'm the Mad Hatter. I'm the Maestro. I'm Beer Run Josh. And be good to each other and be safe.